0: Hello guys and welcome to another episode of El Ciclo de la Vida. Today we have a very, very special guest. We have Ana Vera with us. She is a writer. She's a family woman. She's been putting a lot of effort, a lot of love into her family, into her her kids, uh, into her personal projects, into her own personal uh, life. And she is a great source of information for all things that come with life. Uh, Ana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking the time. Welcome to El Ciclo de la Vida.
1: Thank you for inviting me. And uh, first of all, English is not my first language, so if I mispronounce something or say something wrong, please apologize to me. I'm sorry, but uh, I will try my best.
0: Awesome. It's English is my second language too, so we'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, and. Um, Obviously, we. W- I wanted to talk a little bit about your book uh, because it's it's such a. It's it's an autobiography, right? Uh, and it really talks about your your story. Basically, it's it's a really really strong story, and I definitely recommend um, if you have the time to to pick it up. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's in English and Spanish. Uh, the English version it's called Dare to Change Your Story," and. It's, it's one of those books where, where you, you really get to get into the story of her life, but more so you, you get to understand how she got out of that dark place that she was in, she was put in and how you're basically able to move on with your life. It's, it's a lot of things where, where we say, you know, well, my, my issues that I, that I've had People can't really compare because they they haven't lived through my life, Um, but something essential that we should uh, focus on and understand is that everyone's got their own demons, everyone's got their own problems, and at the end of the day, like, that pain, that human pain is kind of universal. It doesn't matter if, you know, if if you had a loved one pass away or if if you get diagnosed with, with something terrible, like those things are super hard to deal with but at, at the end of the day like we, life kind of moves on and we got to figure out a way to to do that and and uh <laughs> nailed it right on the right on the head
1: i i don't know yet about that but <laughs> <laughs> i'm still trying because uh, life is a constant challenge it mm-hmm. never ends
0: yeah no it's uh yeah life is always always a challenge and it it'll it'll continue to go you know it's 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 one of those things where it's a never lent uh, never ending process of learning on on how to how to get better how to uh help people how to make this world basically a better place and i think that's that's the bottom line where where we want to be at of like we we want to change this world so that people have uh better opportunities and it's not just the 1% who is living in this fantasy world, you know, in this, this kind of like, um, made in heaven here where they get to relax in their yads all all day long and they have all this money and, and everyone else is just kind of suffering. We can change that. We can, we can make a a world a better place. Just think locally, act globally. It's one of the biggest things you can do. Um, and, Just work on yourself personally, work on bettering yourself and, and understanding the the problems that you, you have. And once you fix your own problems, uh, people are going to see how you fix them and and they can fix them themselves. You know, it's, it's the main reason why I started this podcast is so that you guys can hear the personal stories of, of other people and understand how they, they were able to bring themselves out from that rut. From that low point of their life, uh, Anna, did you want to touch a little bit on on I guess on your story? I don't I don't want to spoil it too much because I really want people to to read your book. Um, but do you want th- is there anything you want to share about the book? Exp-
1: well, in uh, general, I think uh, I've had uh, several challenges. Um, I left Mexico. Because my husband was transferred to work in the state, uh, so I started living just with him, without any other family or friends, starting my life from zero. Then, uh, when I had my kids, uh, both were diagnosed with autism, um, one in a more severe way, uh, level than the other one, and of course, each each one of the kids' diagnosis. It was like a grieving process and a very, very harsh time to, to get over it. And then um, 10 years later, my husband was diagnosed with ALS. It's a very, very severe and aggressive uh, illness, and he was, uh, cons- um, they gave him uh, two years to live. So all those things that happened, of course, uh, took they took me to a very, very low point that I've been, of course, several times <laughs> on and on, on and on, on and on. And, on and, on. Uh, and um, to, well, to, since the first diagnosis, to try to find ways to, like, lifesavers that you can, ho- ho- you can hold on to, uh, so you can try to figure out and to survive uh, without uh, living in pain
0: yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and one of those things was uh, spirituality for you
1: yes because the first thing that you question yourself when you go through something like that is why Mm -hmm. why is this happening to me why is life so unfair Mm -hmm. especially in my case that i was like i would consider myself a good person right that sometimes they say like bad things happen to to good people people. so i wanted to know why i'm not a sinner i'm not a robber i'm not a like nothing wrong so why is this going on and Mm -hmm. happening and of course i will go to question that to several people to priests to pastors to uh psychologists and the problem was that was n- I was never satisfied with the answers. <laughs> yeah. So
0: it's God's will, or uh-huh, like, yeah.
1: or or uh, you have to accept that, yeah. or uh, that's how life it is. Like so, I always tried to find something that will heal my pain. So that took me from one place to the other, to mm-hmm. the other, to the other. I I've been everywhere. Like a lot of religions, psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, coaching. Uh, like millions of stuff until I could go deeper and deeper and try to understand like other concepts like karma or reincarnation or or past lives or or like things that will help me understand a little bit better what was going on. And finally I started like getting to those answers Mm -hmm. and, and getting a little bit of peace.
0: Yeah, but it it was definitely a process that probably took months even years I would imagine years, to
1: years. Yeah. Years. Yeah, because I my first son was born in 2004. He was diagnosed in 2006. And since then I haven't stopped. I I read like deep. I started with Deepak Chopra, for example. Uh Louis Hay, mm. Wayne Dyer, all those people that were like in the 80s, and 90s. The, f- the pioneers of the modern spirituality and yeah. then i i ch- went to coaching with tony robbins like uh, i've been like in a lot of stuff <laughs> trying yeah. to figure out things try to to find tools to for my own survival
0: and th- the crazy part for me <laughs> is that you were trying to figure all that stuff out for yourself while you were trying to figure stuff out for your kids like yes. I'm, I'm sure you got so much knowledge on how to help them, and how to like medication and just like any sort of all those uh, different types of uh protocols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing the power of a mother to me. Like, um, my mom has done so much for me, and and I feel so cared for, and and um, it's something that that is beyond this physical thing. I, I really do feel a deep connection with her. And, you know, I love her to that because, because of everything that she's ever done for me. Uh, so I, I, you know, your, your story, your, everything that you've, you've gone through, it's, it's insane to me that you were able to find that, that energy and, and that, that will to just like, I don't care. I gotta keep going. And one of the things that the really, um, resonated with me or not resonated but just like just made me say like wow that's, that's crazy is you said if if i had the choice to do this all over again i would do it again <laughs> it's it's mind boggling to me how, how you you can just just say that but like with with all the bad i'm sure that there's been so much good and and, and you said that because of everything that's happened to you you, you were able to grow as a human being as a person and you wouldn't change it for anything and that's i think that's that's amazing and that's beautiful
1: yes because uh our challenges makes us who we are mm-hmm. not just the happiness uh, every challenge brings a lesson and it depends on us to use it for growth or just to self-destroy ourselves <laughs> yeah
0: like. yeah every every challenge is either um Everything in life, it's either a blessing or it's a...
1: I think it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Sometimes we think bad things are bad. But it's... it's sometimes humans, we are so um, lazy and we like to be in our comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, the biggest example, right? Health. Mm. We don't want health, right? Like, we we know we have to work out and <laughs> eat right and it's bad we yeah. don't like it uh, we like to eat junk food yeah. and sugar and, and nobody wants to go to the gym <laughs> so sometimes you need like people that are really bad taking care of themselves sometimes with an illness if they are diagnosed with cancer or with something sometimes it's the only way that you finally make those changes a conscious decision
0: of or changing. or yeah. uh
1: I don't know. Like we all have our our, our like you said our demons, right? Mm-hmm. So, but we we all know the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always tell people. Yeah,
1: we all 100%. know the way. Yeah. We all know we have to be good. We all know we have to be responsible. We like we know the way, but we don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's just it's just how it is until until we reach that point of like, all right, I I gotta change my life or like. Mm-hmm uh it's it, life is is such a trip but it's it's so fun and if anybody out there uh is feeling like you know they're at the rock bottom or they can't figure it out like as much as I hate to say it it's just you you got to find the way out it's it's uh it's difficult and and i understand that there's so many bad things out there and people are experiencing you know a thousand things that I can't ever be, ever begin to like imagine, but uh, you got to start somewhere. As, as long as you start, as long as you put that conscious effort of like, I need to change my life. I got to do something else because something like that, th- those negative thoughts um, can literally change your body chemistry and make you sick. They can give you cancer. It could give you all these types of diseases by simply thinking like that
1: yeah we don't understand that ninety percent of illness comes from our own thoughts yeah the the way we think it's like people think like thinking is nothing our our thoughts go anywhere uh, but but the uh, thoughts are energy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and we are emanating that energy every second, so it's like. The power of the mind can make you sick. Yeah. So it's not about anybody else. Like, whatever you're thinking is affecting yourself. So if you're thinking all the time worry and pain and suffering or hatred or anger or guilt or any destructive emotion, it's going to affect your body. And that's why we get sick.
0: Yeah. A really good example is the placebo effect. Yep. You know? Yep. And it's scientifically proven... Uh, it's it's definitely there i think a lot of people uh put that to the side just because all these all these processes like the registros akashicos or reiki and all this other stuff takes time to actually for you to actually see a change you know and all these western medicines that you you get the stuff right away but it's just to keep you numb you know like those pharmaceuticals and all that kind of stuff uh, so I think that that's, like, the biggest barrier for people. It's just that they want that instant gratification right it's away. It's like, for
1: example, depression, right? Like, mm-hmm. the levels of depression and anxiety are through the roof. Uh, so you just go to the doctor, they give you a pill yeah. to, to deal with your with your situation. But if you don't deal with the root cause, what's causing you the depression? What's causing you the anxiety? If you don't work on the main root of your thinking your repetitive thinking you can be addicted to the medicine for your whole life yeah. and if you never change that thinking pattern you're never going to get out like you need to change what what are my thoughts my repetitive obsessive thoughts that are dragging me to this point right instead of just popping pills for everything it's yeah. the same with our regular health okay i have the gastritis i take this pill yeah but i eat a lot of spice a lot of oils fried foods i have a high stress so i don't want to change but i want to, to be fine just taking a pill it mm-hmm. doesn't work that way but like i said we as humans we we are addicted to suffering and pain like
0: <laughs> yeah and uh who uh was a buddha who said that this this life is a life of pain or something along those lines
1: i don't know the lines <laughs> but yeah, yeah he he talks a lot about human suffering that mm-hmm. it's it's self-inflicted yeah like we like to suffer we don't know a, w- a better way we don't know how to be a fulfilled pleasure life full of happiness we always go back
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think it's it's mainly the uh the whole thing of like not being able to let go right like uh, nothing in this life or this universe is permanent and i think we have a really hard understanding to, to even because we it, we can't really understand like infinity and uh, like the whole universe right we, we we live in this tiny planet and there's so much out there uh, so it's really hard for us to understand that nothing lasts forever and, and, and nos <laughs> aferramos we, we just like hold on to everything tightly and and we have to learn to let go uh, in your book you uh, uh, when you were doing um uh, you were with a psychiatrist i believe and you guys were doing a the, uh, hypnosis uh, hypnosis <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> and and you were talking about how you have to visualize the connections you have with people and you have to, to just cut them and you know like to to actually be able to do that is it's something so so powerful because a lot of people are gonna be like how are, how are you gonna cut the ties with like the people you love but like that saying that if you love somebody you gotta let it go is is so it's so true like it's it's only gonna eat your life if you, you because again, nothing lasts forever. If, if they happen to leave, or like to die, or something like that, and and you're just like, I can't let go of this this person, this this, this thought of a, of a person, even though they're no longer here, that can definitely eat your life. And um, an example like that, uh you know, it definitely opened my eyes into like, yeah, you you, you have to let go if you, if you don't want to be suffering you know we
1: we get so attached to people like the our parents Mm -hmm. our children our husband and in the end everybody came alone and we are living alone yeah we don't understand that so we get so attached to people that when we lose somebody it's super painful and we cannot get out of the pain but we need to let go everything like you said people places situation everything is temporary like uh, and even if if you, if like Buddhist, people believe in, in several lives and the, Re- the that the soul is eternal. Mm-hmm. So then you know it doesn't end. The evolution is constant. So you are going from this life to another one and another one and another one. So always for your
0: growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, ultimately we come to this life to to live to learn to love and i mean some people would go as far as say like make this world a better place uh but better could be could mean very different things to many different people you know i think so like the, the basic is simply to live and to and to learn and to to learn really that's that's the big one um wow <laughs> I just I, I love having these kind of conversations because it, it really just opens your eyes and uh for some people it might resonate a lot more than, than others and
1: well usually it resonates when you have gone through something really strong. If you have never lived something that that made made you hit rock bottom, it's really hard to understand. That's why I say some people that have had like what you can call an easy life. Um they don't get it mm-hmm. like but i think you sooner or later life hits you yeah. like sooner or later with an illness with the illness of a loved one with the death of a loved one with a it could be as easy as losing your job some people really mm-hmm. have a hard time like losing a job or, or or a breakup with a partner or something that that really makes you question yourself and your life and uh, and sometimes we need that in order to to change
0: to evolve mm-hmm. to get better mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100 <coughs> uh i, I don't want to get too personal but uh, just how did you because that whole ordeal with your with your husband at, at the time um when he w- got diagnosed up until the day he died it, it was <coughs> a long period of time and A lot of grief and a lot of uh basically like a civil war between his family and and you and just so many so many things while you were struggling to to keep your kids here and, and being able to you know continue life after after he passed away like did things get a little bit easier how like how were you able to to cope with with all of that
1: well I think that uh, when somebody dies from an illness that's very long, sometimes that helps you detach little by little because mm-hmm. at the end you don't want them to suffer. And you are like, please, end this suffering mm-hmm. because it's so painful. And and when somebody dies abruptly, it's harder because, let's say, somebody had heart attack or uh, an accident. Or that's, a car crash or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's much harder because yeah. it was not expected but when it's a long illness and and you know that so, sooner or later it's gonna happen even if you're not ready for that you end up like like trying to find a peace for them because mm. you don't want them to keep suffering that that level um of course grieving is a never-ending process because um for example for my kids it's it's very different from a, a wife's perspective than from a kid's perspective, so for example uh, my son, the oldest one is the one that remembers him the most, he constantly talks about him oh you said this uh, oh my dad used to say this oh my my dad used to do that or and that's like oh, it hurts every time uh so it, any any type of grieving you go through stages mm-hmm. so you can be like very good sometimes and sometimes you remember it, it comes but and again
0: it's um, uh-huh. up and down.
1: but it it's not something that that takes you to a very low point or or something but again i'm a person that believes in tools in helping tools and to get any help you can get like it doesn't matter if it's a psychiatrist or a psychologist uh, i was in a grief recovery method group working exclusively on grieving in Mex- Mexico it's a tanatologo, but I don't know in here, uh, but um, you have to help yourself, <laughs> it's really hard to just do it on your own, like mm. if, even if it's a book, a workshop, uh, whatever you need, like for some people it's religion, it's okay, like you try to find a way that you can help yourself and hold yourself, there is always somebody willing to help you, uh, so you don't go Spiral down. So find the help. We all get to a point when, when we need help. So it's okay to say I am vulnerable. I am having a hard time. I need help.
0: Yeah, and <clears throat> speaking personally, like for in your book as well, uh, <clears throat> when I read about your husband, same thing. He was just didn't want the help. Didn't. Like just, I think it's like a male thing. Just like you don't want to be vulnerable, you don't want to ask for help, you don't want to be seen like that. But there are a lot of people who are willing to help, and you should get that help. You should receive that love because one of the things that that impact impacted me the most is that um, your husband at the time when when he was going through through. That disease. Uh, what really hurt me is when you said that he didn't receive all the love that was being sent to him, and and that's that was shocking. You know, like it's it was something that I I was kind of putting myself through. Uh, I had a, a broke my back like three months ago, and and I just really wanted to do it on my own. <clears throat> um, but my mom and uh, I have another mom figure (laughs) um they both told me hey you you gotta figure it out man you gotta you gotta ask for help like this is something that doesn't happen to a lot of people and this is something serious figure it out and as much as i hated to hear those those words very true that you know and once once i opened myself up for that i i was i was amazed with the, the support group that I had, all, all the people that started giving me anything from money, from, from encouraging words to literally everything, I was, um, I was shocked. And I think that's, that's a very important, uh, you know, if you're a guy or, or a woman or whoever you are, ask for help if you need it.
1: Well, I think it's also culturally men. Mm-hmm. They don't want help. They don't even want to ask for a, a direction, in, <laughs> and they get lost. So, so it's something yeah. that they need to figure out. They need yeah. to be the, the the strong figure. The the no, no, I cannot I give up. I cannot like, and I that's a wrong thinking because men are, are bu- vulnerable too. Yeah. So, emotionally and physically. Faci- for example, how we raise the kids, don't cry. Crying is for girls. Crying mm. is for babies. Don't feel emotions. Don't feel... Uh, the only emotion that's allowed for men is anger, but not sadness or, or crying or... or f- make those uh, that are considered female emotions. Oh, yeah. uh, And that's why men n- have a really hard time asking for help. If you see in the spiritual world... 80 90 percent are women like churches most women uh workshops women uh, men want to figure out everything on themselves on their own they they have a really hard time like asking for help or learning from others especially mm-hmm. in the in those areas that make make them feel vulnerable so we need to change that because that's why they when they get a heart attack they lethal because they don't deal with their emotions
0: yeah no yeah it's uh it's amazing how how much we're willing to put up with uh before we we really ask for help and we we can be living such a such an easier life if we just take care of of the things that are bothering us right away and you know, I for me I always put things to the side. It's it's like I'll I'll deal with that later, it's not that important. Or just we, we talked about how we're never in the present moment. We're always just think well for me I'm always just thinking of the future. I used to think of the past all the time, like how can I how can I change this? How like this this sucked. I I wish I could change it. How can I go back? How can I fix it? How can I fix it? And I was just like stuck in that thought of like this isn't reality and I can I can find the way to go back and fix it. Um, but I realized that I was just putting way too much time, way too much energy into, into something that just can't be. Uh, so I started putting that energy into into the future. Like, how can I, okay, my life is right here, right now. What are the things I don't like? How can I fix them? And how am I going to get there, you know? And I think that the change of perspective really helped me uh, simply get get better on on the things that i needed to move on and you know i'm still working in those things um i don't want to say as a man but (laughs) just like i i know that i'm still repressing some things that i just it's really hard for me to talk about um but i know that i'm getting better and and i know that you know at some point i'm going to be ready to to deal with those things Uh, and it it is kind of liberating especially if i'm if I'm not like actually liberating that at the moment, I know that it's there and I know that I'm working towards working that or, you know, making that better. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's crazy out there.
1: And, and like I said, it's never going to end Yeah, because uh, we are constantly facing challenges. It's life is not a uh, plane and, and like like we were saying in Spanish uh, before, uh, we we want life to be perfect and to be all joy and happiness, and we don't want any challenges. We don't want to make mistakes. We don't want anything bad to bad, happen. Yeah. But that's an illusion. That's not life. Life is constant ups and downs.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a constant battle. I mean, and what would life be if, if everything was fine and ending like that? Wouldn't be life. It would just you just, you know everything good um but
1: it's like an example here that we that we live five months of winter mm-hmm. right when you see the sun in the spring everybody you can see pe- 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 people taking pictures of the plants <laughs> coming yeah. out like the flowers yeah. coming out yeah, yeah. like
0: the swans and the birds uh, and everything. If you
1: there. live in a place where you never have a winter, you don't value the sunlight, you don't value the nature or the flowers or mm. anything. In here, everything is like a party. Come on, oh wow! The, the, finally, the winter mm. is over. So it's the same in life. If you get used to your partner, sometimes you get tired. You don't want them like. But <laughs> if somebody else is looking at them, you're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like, so, so you need yeah. those pressure things to value the goods if not you don't mm-hmm. if you always have money if you always have a job if you always have love if you like you're never going to be grateful for it it's it's sometimes oh, I, it would be uh, ideal that we will be grateful all the time and mindful of all our blessings but we are not and sometimes we get very uh, egocentric and um just full of ourselves mm-hmm. thinking that we deserve everything and we don't value sometimes that's when we need like a
0: a reality check yeah <laughs> and that's when life hits you and you're like oh wow hey <laughs> yeah yeah uh but you know that's that's how we grow and <clears throat> that's how we become better better people and, and get more spiritual or religious you know whatever you believe in um it's always good to to look beyond what, what was I guess instilled in into you when you were a kid, to to look beyond that and to and to challenge those beliefs because, again, that's that's how you grow. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing um, all the battles that you've gone through. Uh, I really want uh, want to be an advocate for your book because uh, it's when when you when you Gave me this book back in 2016. I, I really needed this book. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I managed to figure figure some stuff out. Uh, now that I'm reading it in retrospect, it's uh, obviously very emotional to, uh, to kind of be in your shoes. Not completely in your shoes, obviously, but just being able to, I guess, share that experience um, and see how you grew from it and see how how you managed to to get of that rut like so many more people but it's just been like just giving up and just like i don't know how to do this i, I can't do this your sheer will of power is amazing <laughs> it's, it's amazing and it, it, it gave me so much more energy within myself to to be like yeah this life happens there's there's obviously going to be ups and downs and life is is always a challenge but it's it's a good challenge depending on your perspective and as long as you have a good perspective in life as long as you you try to do the right things i feel like you're gonna have a fulfilling life i think that's that's important to have a fulfilling life even if you don't necessarily love your job as long as you're doing something for the community doing something to better better the world uh I think that's a fulfilling life. I think that's something that that we're kinda missing out on because we're we're living in this in this world of, of just yourself. You know, in this in this economy and in, in this in this system. We're always thinking just in you know, ourselves, how how can we make our lives better? How can I get the new car? How can I get the new house? How can I get all this stuff? And we're never really thinking about the people around us. We at the end of the day we are all one. We are all part of this this universe, and we have to understand that if we better ourselves, we're going to better every, everything else.
1: Yeah, if we are fine, everybody around us is fine. Mm-hmm. And, and if we are not harmonious, we affect people around us. So we need to take care of ourselves. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes people make, especially in the spiritual world, is, oh, I want to help others but sometimes you need to help yourself first. If you're not fine, that, that illusion of helping others, it's just a wishful thinking because you need to be, like, see your life like everything's perfect. Like you're working, you're prosperous, you're happy, your partnership is good, your family is good. So you need to, like I said, it's, it's very hard to just work in you so To the point to work on others, like it's beyond. Like, sometimes you just have to deal with yourself, <laughs> and if you are good, yeah. everything around you is good. Mm-hmm. Like, just focus on you and you and you and you. I'm not saying be selfish, no, you, we all have gifts and things to do, but uh, if we don't figure it out first, we cannot help others,
0: yeah. And th- I think that's the biggest les- lesson here, just uh. Being able to to help yourself because a lot of us right now, especially with the whole pandemic and everything else, there's there's so much anxiety, there's so much sadness, you know, and and isolation, and there's there's there was a lot of damage done collectively that we need to kind of take back and start rebuilding, and and not be so condescendent of others and to try to understand the point of views and and try to live harm in, in harmony you is
1: that we are all caught up in fear yeah and the problem is that we are creating that collective fear and we are making it stronger and stronger and stronger that's why everybody's dealing with fear right now with mm-hmm. anxiety with depression with because everybody's in that vibration everybody's fearful So we need to get out of there and Mm -hmm. start living, start rebuilding, start connecting, start being happy, looking for things that makes us happy. Because we cannot control the government. We cannot control the situation outside. So everybody's looking outside, worrying, without making charge of your own life, Mm -hmm. like Focus on you. Live your life now, where we were saying, be in the present. Find something that makes you happy. Find a hobby, a work, um, um, uh, something that really makes you enjoy life, and you will be doing much better for the collective, being fine and, and being joyful. Uh, play music, dance, laugh, watch comedies, instead of watching the news, instead of worrying if who's wearing mask or not. Like, Get out of that illusion. Mm-hmm. Start living your life, yep. and we will all be better. Because with one person that changes the way they are b- vibrating, we are changing the people around us. But if everybody is fearful and sad and depressed, and what's going to happen? And how the world is going to be? And who is going to die or not? Like we can, we cannot live like that. We are damaging ourselves because like you said if we are all one i, I always put this example imagine planet earth is your body
0: mm-hmm.
1: and each one of us is a cell mm-hmm. so we have the illusion that we are separated but yeah. there are cells with cancer that are starting to grow and this pandemic is a cancer and it's growing and growing and growing and growing and growing so each one of us need, needs to do their job to affect the whole is we are not separated We are affecting the whole body. Earth Mm -hmm. is the body, and we are the cells. So we affect each other. So we need to work harder to get out of this. If not, it's not going to end. People are saying, oh, 2020 was horrible, and 2021 is worse, and 2022 is going to be much worse. Why? We are making it worse. Mm -hmm. We. We are responsible for what's going on, not the government, not the virus, not... We, because we are not doing our job being fine. We... We are, again, stuck in the pain, in the suffering, in the worry, yeah. in the fear. So if we don't do our job, we all are going to spiral down. <laughs>
0: Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's definitely it, folks. It's uh, working yourself and try everything you can to to move on. I think that's that's the biggest thing. And I thank you so much for, for the time and, and for this great knowledge that you have i i can't thank you enough And I thank thank you for
1: having me and you are a very wise young man (laughs) keep going and you're doing a great job to humanity with your podcast we need more young people wise young people like you so congratulations
0: (laughs) thank you thank you so much uh the wisdom really comes from speaking with people like you to to get more knowledge obviously and to try to spread the, the good word of hey we gotta we gotta stick together we gotta create this community and we have to make this place a better place you know at, at the end of the day that's that's what it's all about uh i was wanted to say you you're a life coach right mm-hmm. um uh, how can people get in contact with you if they want to
1: well i have a uh an instagram mm-hmm. anna vera coach and uh facebook and a beta coach okay
0: and they, they can reach out to you and, and try to get a get a meeting or something so yes, they can yeah. awesome awesome okay wow that was that was amazing <laughs> so hopefully hopefully we can get you in the podcast again sometime it would of be course.
1: it would be my pleasure whenever you
0: need awesome thank you so much again and we'll see you guys next time